Welcome to Budai's podcast. We're really excited to be doing this one. It's um, We've been on a roll this week because I think we've done two others in one week where we normally space them out. But this is all about vibration and uh, connecting to nature, but also connecting to our own biomechanics and our own vibration in oscillation uh, in awareness and cognitive awareness in raising our own vibe, constantly shifting. And in order to do that effortlessly, it's really important or a kindness to self when we let go of the resistance. And as we shift, especially if we're shifting out of what we feel comfortable in in our old patterns and and then flowing into a release sense of renewed and restorative uh, flow, energetically speaking, then sometimes residual stuff will come up, like things that have happened in your past or things that will just, you're not even thinking about them, but they'll just rise up just to be able to be cognitively released. Because sometimes we store things, it's commonly known that we do, we, we ourselves know that we store things in ourselves. But when we want to really clear our neural pathways to ignite more of those neurons to elevate in frequency and reveal themselves and share the wonderment and the wisdom that the greater part of you that's still coming more more into your physical sensory perceptions, uh, really desires all of that to be let go of. So you let go of all those limited belief systems. Because, you know, I know with me, with myself, uh, as more beings came to me, because I attract a crowd. They're just not often visible to a mass populace. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I would stand in a room and there'd be so many beings uh, amongst people and the only ones I resonated with at the time were these beings. And I always felt like a fish out of water. Whenever I go into a crowded room of a lot of people, I feel really, um, sometimes alone actually, I really love being amongst all these energetic beings. And I realized what it was, I have such freedom. I mean, no people can take that freedom away. No person can take that freedom away. However, when you really want to immerse yourself in self-expression, not as an individual, but as a collective, you can imagine if you're talking to someone, I know with Ganesh and I, you know, I, I might be having a conversation with someone and the Ganesh will just pipe up, you know, and pipe up just means uh, he'll just start speaking and there'll be just slight intonations uh, you know, toning changes, tonal changes. Uh, I get a, a really different sparkle in the eye and uh, there's a different vibrancy. Sometimes people really notice, especially if I'm talking to someone who's already very uh, sensing or sensitive to subtle vibrations. So, and sometimes with Ganesh, is not so subtle. <laughs> He's gregarious by nature when he wants to be uh, and so sometimes they'll notice they'll look at me they'll give this sort of quizzical face as if, so, as if to say what just happened then <laughs> and then those that I'm are very aware of what you know uh, I flow with and um, you know what the collective collaboration is with Budai they're okay they just get it because usually when we're around them they start to expand in their creativity and they start to notice things themselves you know um, it's interesting how that happens and it's simply because they've tapped into the vibration so this is where we said in our last podcast or the second last podcast we said how's your vibe so we're going to help work with you or share with you and collaborate with you if you're open to it about seamlessly and effortlessly raising your vibe but in, comfort, in a comfort zone because the more we go into our breath, the more comfortable we feel immersing into our energetic streams which is always connected to the vast cosmic consciousness. You know, we love pranayama flow. Lord Shiva is a huge uh, advocate of 
the breath work. And so is Ganesh. And then, you know, because once we start naming, right, we get Skanda. Then Gautama comes in. But Skanda's really interesting. Or Murugan, he has so many names. Like all of us, you guys have lots of different names. Maybe you're not aware of them. Gosh knows, I have a lot of different names. Uh, so Isis is really a great representative because it stands for the isness of the is. Because as a collaborator or co-collaborator uh, or, or an entity, there's not one individual sound wave that comes through. It's a it's a kaleidoscope. So sometimes we get a glitch where the words struggle because they, it, there's a convergence of frequencies, and sometimes the word doesn't come out quite the way we intended. So that's why we get a correction sometimes in that. But anyway, so back to the vibe, so raising that vibe and being comfortable. So coming into the breath, as Skanda's now saying, or Murugan, for some of you who are more comfortable with that terminology, you know, it bites. <laughs> when we get a blockage, it bites us. You know, it's like we're at war with ourselves. We cast a dispersion of our equanimity uh, and we question our sanity, you know. But what's insane is not to be yourself. You know, no matter what that share, share is with the world or with yourself or that which is galactically present, you know, the, the expanded light energies that you are, which are all of you anyway. You know, in some worlds in, in Gaia, and we're all in our own world to some degree in some aspects, uh, you know, to have an extended family that's, that li that's full of light bodies or light energies, whether it's those who have been known in this world and then now come into um, you know, a different frequency so they can still talk and commune with you because there's no such thing as death as such. You're just simply shifting your vibration into a different form. And then some people just elevate into that formlessness. In other words, they become particles of the, the vast consciousness itself. Where others stay, which is where Ganesh comes from, he he's, creates his form, he stays within that form, but then he moves through our forms. You know, that's the thing about being the earth element with the Muladhara. And there's so much more of that. That's quite a big subject. And some of the beautiful teachers within the ancient wisdom of yoga, where they come from that uh, flow, are an amazing, they have an amazing way of sharing that uh, through words. We tend to share that through energy. Uh, you know, even when we're talking, there's a different vibe coming through that extends to each one of you that listen to this in, and flows within a way that serves your own being. You know, it's a, it's a collaboration in itself. So back to raising your vibe and being comfortable. So as in Shiva, Lord Shiva shares that breath. And most of us know or are aware that we do tend to either hold our breath or you are aware of it now, um, or we, sh we don't take that breath into the, the entirety of our being. We tend to take it maybe to our rib cage. Uh, we don't take it down into our earth element and earth that breath through the ether, creating space. Because when we're creating space, it really, it's a different sensitivity. We feel very calm. It's one of the most calming, because in that space, we're connected primordially into the silence of existence, that soundlessness, where we in comfort zone, self-seed, because it's natural, it's so natural to recognize that you're capable of self-seeding. It's so natural, natural to recognize, and if you have a doubting moment, just ponder on the nail, the humble nail that's attached to your finger. When you break it or you cut it, it's gonna grow. And you do that seamlessly, it's effortless. There's no effort in you growing that nail. <laughs> you're not sitting there stressed out saying, how am I gonna grow you? <laughs> 
It's a lovely way to see because it takes you out of your blocked mind that says, no, that's not possible. And this can relate to anything in your life, whether you've got to make a change in your where you're going to move yourself to live in, you know, a dwelling or a job or, or creating your own economy. Now, that's for some of us, it's quite tricky. When we, It makes people scared. If you feel like you've come to that point where you can't do what you're doing anymore in your life and all of a sudden you feel this anchoring to be yourself, which in some cases you then are required to create your own economic streams, you know. So, yes, you'll require some currencies with monetary. Yes, you'll require currencies where you have a place to live. Yes, you'll require currencies where you'll be able to create your foodstuffs and all the things that embody that, be able to clothe yourself, all those sorts of things. But you're not reliant anymore of going to an external job, pick up that weekly, monthly, fortnightly salary, pay packet, whatever it is, and you know that that's going to happen. You know that that's going to happen, where all of a sudden you come to this climax in your journey where right now I'm going to have to be a co-creator <laughs> and be my own resourcefulness. So knowing that you've got the vast economy of the cosmos and feel in comfort of that sometimes takes a little bit of fine-tuning because you go you go into that fear zone where how am I going to do this? You know, so then come back to the humble nail. <laughs> you're never thinking about how you're going to grow that nail. It's growing of its own volition. So when you come back to that, you feel this opening or centering within your solar plex. What eases that even more, go into your elongated breath. You know, if you're not sure how to do that and you know, open to the universe and someone will come your way or pass by you that will want to share the wisdom of the pranayama flow. Or you'll come across a YouTube or you'll come across something. Find what resonates with you. There's so much out there in the field of vibration. All of it's amazing, but some will resonate in more in any given now moment than something else will. So find what resonates with you, and once that's served its purpose, you'll be able to move on to something else that will then also serve you, including your own self-awareness and your wisdom that's rising up in every given nanosecond. Trust yourself. Trust that you know these things in your greater part of what is you that, that allows more light into you, more beings that are also you from different elemental forces that bring more wisdom and light, shed more light on your circumstances when you trust within that and become your flow of action as required, then you see the journey unfolding rather than going out of your now moment projecting what's in the future worrying about the next month's bills worrying about the next way you're going to find a way to feed yourself, clothe yourself. You know, it's interesting. We In this world, we tend to have quite a lot of clothing in our wardrobe, yet we worry as soon as there's been a change of circumstances based on financial, we worry that we're not going to buy it out of buy something. <laughs> and it could be buying anything. But we forget that we can see things. You know, if we've got a capsicum in the fridge, we can take the seeds out of that and then scatter them in the, scatter them in the garden and grow some capsicums. Yes, they will hybridize, but nature naturally hybridizes in a healthy manner. It's just that sometimes people, human beings, tend to keep interfering with the natural ecology of existence rather than tuning in and tapping in. So this is where we're focusing on this podcast, tuning in and tapping in. Recognize that that seed in that capsicum, or pepper, whatever you want to call it, capsicum, because that's not the hot version, uh, capsicum, is able to produce something that's going to give, be life-giving, so your cells are life-giving. They're life-giving for you as an infrastructure 
of your being and your physical form, your human form, which is always changing. What was once a human form is escalating in vibration. So our cognitive awareness is becoming more aware of what we're able to create within our biomechanics. You know, but always heart-centered because through the heart you stay in the sensing mode. You stay in that caring mode rather than going into the head and become that analytical, disconnected version of you. You stay true to yourself, which is in through the heart. Therefore, your duty of care to self, your kindness, is elevating all the time. And then that ripples out into the greater part of your world, which is a really, really primordial uh, flow and we highly encourage it. it it comes through ahimsa do no harm and then into saucha purity of intention cleaning your energy your auric field keeping your toxic energy at bay by releasing it and then not participating in anything that's causing toxicity in your system whether it be your mind creating unhappy thoughts all those things create a toxin in your body that your neural pathways will pick up on and that's how diseased access is a lot uh, comes into uh, a cellular structure. So keep shedding that, keep allowing and shedding more light into the system. And through the breath is really easy. It takes you out of having to think it all the time. You're flowing into that through the breath because when you're in your muladhara through the breath, connected, not only are you grounded in that sensitivity, but you don't have to be thinking about all these processes. Your body will come into its cognitive awareness naturally, your subconscious, and be the co-creator without you over-analyzing and constantly wanting to separate your analytical aspect and wanting to know in that way rather than being the knower and then allowing the body, just like your nail grows, and coming from that frame of reference, it will know what actions to, stay, to take. We often say we're, we've stepped out of the time zone and into the timelessness because in that timelessness you're in synchronicity to your internal impulses that allow you to be at an event or in a location that you need to in a timely manner so it's interesting when we get out of the way and we take off the stress let go of the stress of being at a place at a certain time because we go into the worrying aspect of the mind rather than the harmonious aspect of the cosmic mind and that constant separation occurs. So coming into the elongated breath, let's try it now, actually. Ganesh is right on board, <laughs> so is Lord Shiva. Hanuman's right in to bring in more air and ether, as is Pravati to ground the earth element, which is a huge aspect of the Himalayas in India. It's the mother force of our grounding. It's just huge, it's ancient, it's old. We're talking about the vibration, you know, of that. Do you feel the pinnacle of the, the, the pinnacle of the Himalayas just as we speak about that, which is mirrored in the pyramids? So there's always a connection to all the seven wonders, and actually there's more wonders than that. There's there's eight, there's infinite and infinite, which is why we said eight. So there's infinite, you're a wonder of the world. <laughs> we all are. So let's go into our breath. So find a comfortable position. And you can do this walking, but if you're uh, in a situation where there's traffic or anything and you're walking, stop. <laughs> Do this exercise when you're in a place where you've got, you're able to create space and you're not in, going to bump into people or um, you can create a quiet zone within. You, you know yourself, you know your environment, so we'll leave that up to you. So being comfortable clothing, if you've got a tight belt on, loosen it up, only so you're not concentrating on any restrictions. So let any hindrances be uh, shed from your journey in this moment. 
if you need to grab some water, grab some water. We're certainly going to have a drink of water right now. Excellent. Hydration is primordial. We, we need to hydrate the world right now with all the fires. So let's focus on water, the flow, energized, flowing, calm and comfortable. Just breathe. Now, some of you might have gasped for a breath there. That's letting you know that your breath work needs some uh, evolutionary processes to take, take into account. In other words, become more aware and just find your rhythm. So just start finding where your breath is now. Whatever it is, is short, shallow, you're already breathing deeply. For those who are already connected to the elongated breath, we're going to take you into your soundless and let's sit in the soundlessness, which is into the non-breath. Okay, so we can, we can dual purpose here, multitask. So take that elongated breath, so breathing in. Now if you need to close off your right nostril to breathe in through your left nostril and then in your readiness release the right nostril and breathe out through the right nostril, by all means go ahead. We'll leave that technique up to you. So do that in your own readiness and we'll keep, yep, keep uh, sharing the discourse. Now, Patanjali's come in. So those of you who are doing the eight limbs, Janet does a beautiful, uh, Janet Stone does a beautiful eight limbs course. She has a lovely way of expressing the eight limbs. And uh, we loved it. We participated as an energetic stream. There was Patar, there was everyone, and we loved it. We did it via online. If you have the gift of being one-on-one -on -one with her, how extraordinary, how blessed are you? So that's one, there's many teachers, that's one we just happened to mention. If you feel you want to dance, we love MC Yogi's rapping. <laughs> if you listen to one of his songs, Ganesh will be there up front and centre. He will just be there personally and he'll rap with you. And he'll, he'll actually share some poetic <laughs> songs with you of his own making and uh, help you see the, the laughter and playfulness in life. Because, you know, in mantras, there's so many people that are very serious. When they, they sing their mantras, they're very serious. You know, so Ganesha's help helps break that seriousness up because mantras are fun. Mantras, are, if you flirt them and you muck up the wording and your Sanskrit words aren't toning quite the way you're taught, you know, find your vibe with this. this remember, this podcast is all about raising the vibe. Your vibration will rise up and share the way it wants to... Uh, Pronounce the mantra, okay? You know, <laughs> when I personally started singing mantras with Ganesh, oh my God, my, my wording was just, if I was in front of a Sanskrit teacher, oh my goodness. <laughs> you would never recognize the word, you know. And, she, and it's funny because both Shiva and Ganesh, and Shiva has been my teacher throughout my lifetime, and it's been in, in, in a long lifetime, certainly beyond this physical form. It's just been a, a continual journey, which will continue on. He's never, ever once reprimanded me with the way I've spoken the Sanskrit words. Never once. Never. He's more interested in, in your connection, in your vibration, because that's really where Sanskrit sits. It's a vibrational tool to connect. So when you let go of your critique or your worrying about how you're pronouncing that, and that's why Ganesh, you know, loves dancing with MC Yoga, just Yogi, MC Yogi, he just loves it. He loves his effortless manifestation of how he's created his lyrics. He just loves, because he helps people in so many ways, even if he himself is not aware of it, 
of letting go of that frustration of not being able to pronounce something in a particular way. And it doesn't matter what language you speak, we all struggle with our own language and way of communicating, you know, because there's so English, my God, there's so many meanings. We shared the word so because when I'm doing podcasts, I tend to say so a lot. And then with all of them, the, the collaboration that we are, they will also add a so in there. And so, so in the English language, you've got SO, you've got SEO, as in sewing like a seamstress you know, sewing fabric and things like that. Then you've got sow a seed, S-O-W, I should say. So you've got all these words in what, that have so many different meanings and are spelt differently. So you can see how communication can be tricky. Now, this is all part of the breath because as you're going into your breath, as you're going through your own inner flow and coming to that elongated breath, thoughts will come up until you reach your elongated breath and then you get into the calm. There's no thought. You come into space, ether, and you're not thinking about any of these things, how you're saying that, what you want to do, where you're going, what you're going to eat for breakfast and lunch and dinner, what you're going to prepare, get the kids packed and off to school, what holiday you're about to go on to, what job are you going to look for. <laughs> None of that exists, which is if you're going through change or even moment to moment when you are in grand desire to flow rather than constantly have hiccups and be in diseased states, you know, which can happen any moment through the day, and just be your bliss. Moksha, you know, it's not one light bulb moment, it's many moments that are in every moment that are shared throughout the day, night, sleep time, beyond sleep time, because most of us don't sleep really, we let our body rest and our consciousness is playing with the rest of us in the universe. <laughs> out having a ball, as Ganesh says, let's join the cosmic party. <laughs> and that's great because in different time zones around the world, we get to share, you know, it doesn't matter what time zone you're in, when we slip into that cosmic sleep, which our body's in the sleep time but our consciousness isn't, we get to party with the rest of you in a different way to where we share through media or any of those things or one-on-one -on -one or any of those things, Skype. We love our Skype sessions. So coming back to your breath. And some of you have gone into the non-breath just as we were talking. So now let that breath be ignited and feel the elevation. Yeah, so you've got a seedling that's now sprouted into a sapling and now it's, yeah, going through your physical form and beyond because your physical form is now pure light. And then those people who are stuck in the breathing, let's relax our body, just relax and feel where your energy is in your body. And those of you who have gone into that sapling, and we'll just leave you to go through your color zones. You're getting lots of color. Yeah, the rainbow. And then feel your impulsing. Some of you might want to get up and leave the podcast right now and go off on your, to your journey. Others are ready to just grow. And now you're going to, and right, so some of you are actually getting incantations. It's another form of mantra, so relax into that. And you'll start to see esoteric patterns. So we call that light language. You might have another name for it. Yeah, it's beautiful, and you'll start to see. So we use a lot of those symbols, and it's something that I used when um, we were co-creating the pyramids and all those sorts of things. Yeah, beautiful, and some of you, yeah, your, your limbs are starting to oscillate, and you can feel the vibration around your hand. Yeah. So those of you, we'll just leave you there. Those of you who are, yep. So feel where your presence is in your body. Now see how you're getting pulled into your muladhara. This is for those people who are struggling to go into your soundless breath. Yep, and just feel the breath. You might start to breathe through your mouth. That's, that's wonderful. 
and then breathing through your nose. When you're ready, if you're still feeling drawn to your mouth, that's okay. You'll feel that you start to dry out in your mouth. If you're starting to breathe more through your mouth, watch how you dehydrate. Okay, so breathing in through your nose will alleviate dehydration. Just an awareness, no panicking. Go deeper into your breath and hydrate. Yeah, feel the water element come in. Now, if you need to actually drink some water, by all means, keep drinking until you feel full, the fullness of your flow. Keep breathing in through the nose. Right nostril breathing, so close off your right nostril and breathe in deeply through your left nostril. Ready? And then close your left nostril and just gently breathe out through your right nostril. Now these are gentle flows. If you're feeling airy, just slow the breath down. When you feel airy, slow the breath down that little bit more. When you're forcing your breath, you go to air. When you allow the flow naturally to go deeper by slowing it down, you'll come into ether, which is space, a very different perception and a de very different expression of the isness. Space is very calming. You're very grounded in space. It's a very connected earth elemental force. It's beautiful. It's a huge gift, and it's very distressing. It actually de-stresses the body, not stresses it. So it de-stresses the body. It calms the neural pathways. It calms your nervous system. It expands your limbic system and opens your endocrine system to allow the ignition of more neurons, motor neurons, to be in full flow of your vibratory nature. So remember this podcast is about vibration. So those of you who are picking up on the light language, there's one symbol that is like um, an arc that is dipped downwards in the downward flow and then a line that is connected horizontally across. And within that arc is a, is a point, like a, a dot. So that is the primordial focus. That's the cupping. It's like cupping your hands when you do the muladhar, like the earth element, when you come in and you place one palm over another. That sacred geometry, that light language, that symbol, is exactly that reflection, but in light language. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, well done. See, you know light language. You didn't know you knew it, did you? <laughs> we love it. We're going to share it a lot. We're going to share it through some of our Patreon community. We're going to share that as much as we can because podcasts aren't visual tool, but you working through your Ajna, which is always connected to your eyes, no more, yeah, so it's very important in this era of existence and vibration that you're using your two eyes connected to your ajna, you're triangulating. Yep, so you're not, you're not separating your paradigms, it's one paradigm, so you don't become fragmented. You know, if you're really into raising your vibe, there's no need to become fragmented. Notice our tone has changed, it's become fortified and strong, you know, so no more splintering. You're at one minute with self. So by using the triangulation, your ajna and your two eyes, you're triangulating that. So you're shifting, but not fragmenting. Okay? This is the same movement. This is the same flow. You know, there's no more war. This is why Skanda showed up in this podcast. You're not at war with the self. You're in an aligned flow. So come back into your breath. So those people are, yep, moving into your, yeah. So you might feel heating. You might feel warming, the warming. That's the fire element 
relax, go through your breath. That's the fire element. Burning through very gently, through and dispersing and dissolving anything that's no longer serving you. It's a natural, this is the dance of the elements. There is no thing to fear with this. It's natural. Remember, you have all the elements, air, ether, fire, water, earth. They already know how to be in synergy, a synergistic flow. They know what it is to be in perfect symbiosis within you. It's unique to you. Each one of them, each one of you that's listening to this or finds your way to this podcast, you're unique in your own flow. There's no, not one of us is exactly the same. That's what makes our world so magical and special. There's diversity. Nature is the same. And we are nature. We're part of the ecosystem of nature, which is why we're very much focused in 2020 on biomimicry. We're going to be huge in that. We're going to be creating buildings. And we're going to share with you different designs. We, we're, we're open to designing with you as collaborators and sharing designs that you're also creating, that you want to live in, that you want to house your body, your human form in. And you'll be surprised how creative you are. You'll be surprised how resourceful you become because you are the ecosystem of your existence. So all that will change. It's exciting. It's really exciting. Your aerodynamic understanding will change. Your quantum physics will come into a sound alignment. It's not about studying at university. It's about recognizing that you are your universe. That doesn't mean you don't go off and study. By all means, you do what, you, what your flow is. But you have the wisdom. You have the knowledge. And we're here to mirror that back to you if you want to. It's up to you. You might have many others around you. Um, I'm sure there are. You look in the mirror and you see yourself mirroring back to you. So come back into your breath. So now you're coming back into, yep, so the heating element is now calming. Now you're coming into the water element and it's cooling. It's cooling that fire element. Okay. And then you've got the air element rippling across, skimming across your water, rippling out. So there's sound waves, right? The sound waves has a ripple, it waves. That's, a, yeah, that's the sound wave. So now you, those of you who are picking up the sound, there's a different sound coming through. You know, there's a sound. You'll actually hear it. So that's you connecting to your sound. Awesome, cool. <laughs> now the water is cooling on your system. Yeah. Now you're feeling the water element flow through the earth element. Yeah. So you're putting out your fire in the earth element. Yeah, moistening the earth, calming the fire, cooling the earth. It's no longer on fire. So you are powerful beings. You're empowered, not through the ego, but through your earth element where the ego doesn't live, the individual ego doesn't live. You're in the cosmic ego, which is primordial. See how your mind now is totally expanding. Now, your body is still functioning, right? Your heart's still pumping blood. Yep, your body's still got movements. It's still out. Your nails are still growing. <laughs> your motor neurons have kicked in, and they're just subconsciously getting your body flowing. Yep, but now you're connected to the expanded cosmic consciousness in your mind because your mind is cosmically sound. Yet you're calm and present. Your earth element is moist. You feel the moisture in your earth yeah, your muladhara, this moistening, yeah. And your body is now calm. Now around your solar plexus, there's pure light. 
your heart center. Okay, so raising your vibe, coming to your, some of you, okay, so at the back of your rib cage, there's a heaviness in the back of your rib cage. And then your, your uh, rib cage wants to then open and expand and allow more. Yeah, that's it. So that's your energetic chakras. Now there's more than one in that whole area. You've got, oh, so many. There's so many. Over 70 through 2,000, all right? So they're all opening up. And now you're just light. Now you want to ignite the breath because your body's desiring to take more air in through the ether because that's allowing more space within your particles, the cells. Your cells are full space. It's calm. So calm. Notice how tone changed. Tone, tone has a huge interaction and interplayfulness, intergalactic resonance within your cellular structure. So now you're getting imageries of how your form can change itself. It's really your fountain of youth because your fountain of youth is expressing itself in infinite ways. So it can change your form. You know, you can look at yourself and look back and, and see a mirror of yourself and not recognize yourself because your galactic self's into the, into the mix now and it's shedding more light. So therefore, it's becoming detached from what you think is your eye and your nose and your mouth and the shape you think they are, you know, and just allowing the open blank canvas to come in and allowing yourself to create a form. What, what do you want to perceive in, in, in a form that is going to flow in your world. It is that simple. There's no complicated energetic effort. Effort. It's not full of effort. It's effortless. It's just relaxing. So those of you who just got stuck in your rib cage again, because the breath, there's no, no ether in there, relax again and start breathing. It's just the, tent, the muscular system tensed up. So let's go into your muscular system. Yeah. Your muscles are more than what you think that they are. Your heart is a living consciousness. So is your muscular system. Now see how it's starting to lighten up even knowing it's, it's not a dense structure. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you can actually feel your muscles, right? <laughs> yes, you've got your beautiful skin that's, you know, the largest organ, protecting, keeping all your, your, your uh, density together, but you know, a lot of you are already starting to feel that. So we've already shared with you in other podcasts that we can actually see particles floating in the embryonic fluid of conscious, consciousness through the cosmos, yeah? So you two are also starting to feel that and sense that, and they're like dust particles. And then some of you actually see larger cellulars, yeah, the molecules. And then some of you are just, you know, stuck with the breath. That's okay too. So let's breathe doesn't matter where you're flowing. Just let all that percolate up. You're raising your vibe. And some of you are feeling the desire to actually put your soles to your feet and touch the ground. Yeah. So let's just relax into our breath and breathe. And some of you are sitting very comfortably in your non-breath, so participate there, wherever it is. Take a deep breath and just flow. Allow, expand, open. Ether, earth, air, fire, water, dance, ether, fire, water, flow, recognition, cognition. So those words are just elements, yeah, they're a dance. Flow, rhythm, science, cosmos, ether, ego, air. 
Notice there's no attachment to a, a definition there. They're just words that are coming up. So this is the flow. When you let go of the attachment to definitions which define you and you allow the flow, you're actually being a co-creator that's creating your your own flow that's unique to you, your own tapestries of light. You raised your vibe again. Yeah. So notice how calm you are. There's no thinking process there. There's just energy in, in motion, just doing its thing. Feeling very grounded now in the coccyx, the base of the spine. You can actually feel that fortification in the lower part of your spine. Yep, your, your chest cavity is naturally expanding and opening without a conscious movement by, by pulling back your shoulders. It's actually energetically present. It's a presence itself. And flow. So now what you've actually experienced and expressed is a rising and shining of your elevated state of awareness. Open, it's a blank canvas ready to start your movement, start your flow in whatever way you desire to create. You know, you're in Salcha. Beautiful, wonderful. It's an expression of you, your primordial self. So we wanted to share with that because you've, you've, you're an empowered being. We wanted to share that. We were so excited. We couldn't wait another week to share this with you. <laughs> so we've bombarded you this week with three podcasts. So just in your own readiness, you'll be called to listen to anything in any given moment, whether it's what we're doing in Budai and beyond Budai because we're so many tributaries out there connecting with you all or, or someone else in your own field, your own community, where your own you know, you're situated in around the world. We've loved to share this with you. We, we love sharing. And, uh, you know, each one of us comes through and says, let's do another podcast. <laughs> okay, pull out the headphones. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your busyness to listen where we, we value every contribution because a lot of these podcasts are ignited by your questioning. We pick up on the airways and that's what, you know, sort of, Gautam will come and say, let's do a podcast on this. Ganesh will say, oh, yeah, you know, I dance with this person. Let's share this with them, you know. So that's where it really bursts. It's where, that's how we started the podcast. Uh, we're not particularly technically minded. We, we don't have a lot of equipment, so sometimes they do come across very raw. Um, Ganesh wanted to do this podcast in the dance mode, so that's why you've got a little bit of echoing because it has a different vibration. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. We look forward to the next podcast. Happy journeying and namaste for now.